0: And if you neglect those, whatever system you have in place on top of that, as far as efficiency or productivity or creativity or anything like that, it's gonna have cracks starting to show up because your foundation is not solid.
1: here we go episode 29 of the kindness economy podcast that's us and we are your hosts I am Rebecca this week I will be talking about um we're gonna be talking a lot about self-care and what happens in the absence of (laughs) self-care I'm a mess how
0: are you tell me yeah um, I'm Courtney and this week uh, we'll also be talking about self-care um, head weasels, and all kinds of different ways self-care can show up both on the micro and on the macro levels.
1: Oh, so roll outy. Oh, yeah. Um, so,
0: how are you? <laughs> how are the rolling blackouts in your neighborhood? Oh, good. Um, we, we still have power. Like, our house has power. There yes. are chunks of the East Bay that do not. Um, we're kind of on standby in case anybody needs to relocate to our place um and we also have like the trailer handy which has uh deep cycle batteries and solar panels so if need be there can be like a a remote charging Ooh, sort of deal like, fancy i joke about camping being rehearsal for a lot of disasters and it kind of is it is i mean i'm
1: i'm just is also talking to me about like adding to the budget for a generator, and I'm like,
0: "Oh yeah, Jenny, Jenny. I want, I want, yeah, you want Jenny."
1: <laughs> I, I, I already know what I want. <laughs> uh,
0: toys, toys. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, the the blackouts are just. I'll get into that a little later with my outside voice. Mm. Um, aside from the obvious and like the immediate, just more like, I've been having a lot of battles inside my head. Battling Head Weasels again, um, because I've started using an auto poster for work, um, which I will also talk about later. Um, But it means that I write everything up front, plug it into a schedule, and then let it go. And the second I saw a post come through that did not that I did not actively press send on. You didn't have control over that moment. Yeah, I had a panic attack. Oh, so much panic. Um,
1: wow. Just, I almost want to do that just for that response to see if I do think, that too. I don't know,
0: it, is, it was, I felt so helpless and out of control and oh my God, I am going to make a complete and utter ass of myself and I won't even know it. And that was a lot. So, yeah, I hit pause on the auto scheduler, like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't do this. I can't do this. And then had a pep talk with myself, and it's like, okay, I can do the thing. Can do the thing. Come and on, self. Even if I do the thing and it's an abject failure, like, you have to go through doing the thing. So I unpaused it, and it's cranking along in the background. I don't know where it's posting. I need to go look at the schedule to figure out what's going on, but, oh. ugh. There's a lot of just actively managing the weasels. That that is a thing. That that then the between that and I am becoming even more of a more morning person than I thought I would ever become. I am waking up now at five mm, I show a up good time. At the gym at six. Who am I? Like. This is very foreign to me, Mm -hmm. very foreign. It's still new and kind of unnerving, but I am also appreciating that space and time because the world is quiet and my phone is quiet and email is quiet, everything is quiet. Nobody's trying to get my attention and I like that space. It's
1: pretty nice. It is. All to yourself.
0: Yeah. So like I've started getting a lot of stuff done hella early in the morning. So that's where I am now, just sort of trying to figure out is this the new normal? Am I really becoming a no- morning person? I don't know. I uh I am overwhelmed. Mm.
1: I have I am yes. Um
0: I am but, petting Rebecca.
1: Basically everything is hard. I am without bandwidth and i am fighting with everyone it's great not great we still love you ah um and and then you're talking about like the scheduler thing and i am a bit of a controlling person and part of me is also like hmm that seems like a good thing to push (laughs) so you know maybe just throw some extra like lighter fluid on the already you know dumpster fire that is my emotional bandwidth um so maybe not right away um, and I'm definitely I have a couple projects coming up
0: mm-hmm.
1: um where I think what I really need to do is just check in about where it is with the meditation retreat. And I need to not um make sure that that, that isn't gonna interrupt anything, but I wanna get in the I wanna get into the game and actually start messing with money and really start fucking with money and make it a pass-fail. I mm, have a situation where okay. it's a win-win, and, and win-win is great and it's easy and nice to keep my motivation, all that, you know? But I need a pass-fail. And really like, you know, the fail's gonna hit. I know the fail's coming. But I need to put myself in the water like I'm, on, I'm in some kiddie pool shit where it doesn't really matter what happens, which is cool, it's great. It's super, like I can feel my creative flow and all that. It's awesome. But I have two projects, I don't know, I didn't, did I talk about it last week? The the, the comic book?
0: The. Uh, the
1: failure and coming
0: back? You talked about it to me, but I don't recall it being on the air.
1: So last week, one of my, best, I think, moments of, like, just facing rejection in a way that I haven't before, where I went to my friend and was like, no, I have this idea for a project because I want to do a marketing campaign, and they have a thing.
0: Okay, no, you didn't. Okay, keep going.
1: So I have two friends, actually, that have a business that are in a position where we could do a thing. And one of them is a comic book artist. Mm -hmm. And he's really great. And he's got like a Frank Miller style. He's very talented. And he's committed. He like has his day job. And every night, every weekend, he's putting in time on drawing and doing his comic book shit. Mm. And he pays for his booth at the local Comic Con thing. And like I see him every year doing the same thing. And he's so committed to his craft like that. So I know that he's absolutely someone that I could back and be like, no, let me, let, me, let me do some shit with you. And what I came at him with first was, let's do my idea of a comic book. And he's like, that's not gonna work and here's why. And I was just like, thank you for being upfront with me. And, like, and, and it was like, there was this two experiences happening. One was like the legend of the fear of failure. And bracing for something that never happened, like it wasn't a bad experience to be rejected in this case. Mm. My friend was very obviously in a place where, like, his art isn't a thing that's going to be able to tell my story because he's he's on some like he uh, he's on some like kind of horror show shit that mm. that's like his thing mm-hmm. and that's cool, but I can't I can't consume that personally, and so. He rejected me and I thought about it and I came back the next day and was like, okay, let's just get a Kickstarter for your shit. I'll run your marketing campaign to fund your project. I know you have a story to tell. And this is generally how I want us to go about doing it and I kind of laid it all out. And like one of the things that was said in the conversation that made me feel really good was that like, um, he was like, you're very clearly using social media. You're doing the thing and I trust you to do the thing for me to help me do this thing that was cool to hear and I have another friend who um, they're doing a banging business just on hearsay and referrals Um, but once we start advertising for them once we start figuring out where their stuff is I had a meeting with them yesterday and was able to show them the trending data and like Uh, how to look stuff up and like these are your competitors and this is their shit. And like I literally used my friend's spa as the example for my marketing class. And so when I went to, to them yesterday, I was able to be like, So the biggest the biggest exposure you have is like what if you have to double your prices? Cause right now you're just sort of arbitraged off the hospital that's ripping everybody off. But if for some reason you gotta you've got regulation, you've got the the the, the hospital has the leverage to lower their prices, mm-hmm. you know. So what what differentiates you? And so like that that they're already thinking in terms of like this is a spa space. This is a this is not we're not commodifying this. This is a fucking high end space. Um, so figuring out a marketing plan for these two different products like one's a comic book. One's an oxygen therapy service mm. um, but those are my like my two first like community things where it's like there's a pass fail, and it this is where I doesn't. do the work for free to prove value, and then I have leverage to actually charge money and that's sort of i'm I, and 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 to be doing this while I'm already neglected and over uh it's a lot Um, Mm. uh, but I'm going to be able to get into the gym soon and Charity wants me to do this treatment for my stomach Um, I'm going to talk about it more in the future but like there's a lot of good Um, I just have to maintain myself (laughs) and thank you for the reminder for self care thank you for making that our topic today I needed that
0: are we good we're good okay we're good <laughs> yeah they I mean,
1: they forget about their meat
0: suit bodies are awesome mm-hmm. people should hang out in them more oh god yes <laughs> um
1: so so i am it's 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 my anniversary
0: happy mediaversary bing, bing, bing.
1: all right <laughs> uh, my little sound effects uh i have been doing social media for two years as of today say, when you say doing social media i am uh, using social media as a tool of expression intentionally okay so like because
0: people understanding like on social media but when you say doing it
1: like that's <laughs> understanding that Social media is the new shopping mall of the future. It is where we do business. It is where we socialize. It is not only that. They there don't is have a
0: Cinnabon though.
1: Okay. It, it's, there is a thing, because I read. So if you read one of my favorite and most important financial books is The Richest Man in Babylon. It was chipped onto clay tablets a bajillion years ago and it talks about how in that time in babylon there was like a center square where people would share their wisdom to everyone to be consumed Mm. and one of the things shared in this uh central square space i forgot what it's called in the book um is this story of the richest man in babylon and it's a, a parable to teach people how to take care of their dollars and it's where we everything about personal finance is derivative from these clay tablets. (laughs) I'm not fucking exaggerating. That thing where we're taught 10% savings rate is from the clay
0: tablets.
1: (laughs) Uh, The reason we use shekels is because the currency of these clay tablets is shekels. Okay. So, um, they talk about this central square space as a place where people of you know enough means, they care about their community, this is a communal space, we're here to share our wisdom and there's no greater example than than that for me is is YouTube where you can learn how to do anything. It is available for you there on YouTube and that is effectively the space that we exist in in social media and it's like cross-sected with a sort of strip mall situation and the strip mall thing makes people a little queasy but you know what, they weren't queasy when they were teenage shitheads hanging out in the strip mall.
0: I mean,
1: they you? liked it, Yeah,
0: they,
1: they were hanging out there. And there's just this weird judgment about it that is unnecessary. And once I like let go of that judgment and was like, this is where people are doing business, but not only that, like all of the tools that I've had for my entire career, the price point has plummeted. Like, it's difficult to even express how inexpensive the, the capacity that I have is. Once I realized that everything is so cheap and all the bullshit that I hated about doing business is stuff that I could fucking get rid of, because now I have all the tools and I don't need to ask permission for shit. (laughs) Well, hot damn, I'm on fire. And it took me, you know, a couple, it's, it's taken me into this like second year to be like, oh, I have such a clear vision of what the fuck I'm doing. Like I said, you know, two years ago, what I want to do is produce shows. I want to make shows, but I want to be the brain in the checkbook. And when you make shows, you, you can understand that a show is like a body. And most people are only looking at the face.
0: Mm. It's
1: always, that that's the face's job, is to be looked at. But there's an entire ecosystem that makes that face and gets it to you. The back end of the house. And that's been my job since I was a teenager and below. Like it's been my job forever. And now like, oh God, I love it. It's so much fun. I get to play with these tools and interact directly with the audience and I don't have to ask for permission for shit. And it allows me an ability to be so loyal to the audience. That's all I care about is producing something of value that somebody would find helpful. Like I'm a bit obsessed about just being helpful. Mm. and this gives me the tools and the access to do that and it's fucking dope I'm so pumped I mean in addition to the overwhelm it's like (laughs) it's just sort of like up and it's
0: it's deep breaths
1: I need to start regulating I need to just keep myself in the middle tell me about your butt a compressor (laughs) keep the, the highs and the lows just trim that off just pucker your butthole. Yep.
0: Okay, yep. Okay. bring it. Get. Where's your line? We're here. You We're got here. some auto, oh. oh yeah, my auto scheduler bullshit. So like that, so I talked about the emotional component of having all that uh, stuff that I wrote, just kind of sitting in line waiting to go out. That's uh, almost like, not unlike the sensation of the, um, I was gonna say the first time I went skydiving, the only time I went skydiving, um,
1: yeah, you either do that once or more than, like, a lot.
0: Yeah. and like I've, I've Nobody met,
1: does that three times.
0: I've met people who've done it a lot. I am not that person. It was fun. I'm glad I had the experience. But there were a bunch of us in the plane. And Box tick. I'm done. Everyone is lined up, and things just go out the door, like, yank! And it all seems fun in games, and so I was the first one out.
1: I was like, "I'm not going to watch anybody get out of this plane and get out of this plane right now.
0: I'm oh, going no. first. No, 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 no. I could not do it. I think I was like second or third. And after seeing that, and it was actually now that I'm talking about it, it is it is that sensation because you see that first person just go <laughs> right out the window. <laughs> nope. And you see them just tumbling in space, like, "Oh, that's going to be." <laughs> nope nope <gasps> nope yeah So you see this post go out not under your control and you're like oh that's mm,
1: that is flight
0: that is out there <laughs> I had nothing to do with that I, which is a lie I did I wrote that I came up with that scheduled it but I didn't pre- I didn't press the button right then in the moment so to see it go past like you know go flying past the windshield like hey that okay <laughs>
1: God that seriously makes me want to do it and I'm like I'm literally my topic is like I'm over no no no, no.
0: give yourself some time because that is some sensation and I feel like I've loved like just being able to allow myself to have that experience has helped me level up where it's like okay I am facing this fear I am dealing with this bullshit I am so proud of I am you. so I'm freaking out so hard inside and it's like power through girl just power through you got this you got this
1: oh my god i love you so much oh my god
0: oh the, and mm, feelings i'm having them but i feel like this is also if i remove those feelings from the equation like do a little bit of deep breathing think about my butt a little bit come back into my body and go wiggle okay,
1: your toes if the butt is too intimate for you
0: those are feelings and they are not necessarily related to what is happening what is happening is I have done a bunch of work up front in order to automate this process that was sucking so many brain cycles for me over a larger chunk of time. So this is this is beneficial. Like there's a net win here. Taking the emotions out of it, this is a beneficial process and I'm like, okay, I'm going to ride out this discomfort in order to to have the benefits of this. And I'm hopefully like the same way I didn't necessarily see myself being a morning person, but here I am. I didn't necessarily see myself as someone who would like use this kind of tool, but here I am. And so far, so good. And it's, it's freeing up time for me to do things like uh, this, this class that I'm taking, <laughs> which is interesting. I'm taking um, holistic time coaching so I'm learning how to coach individuals and groups around time management. Mm. Class starts tomorrow. We I finished my first homework assignment because we have homework already. Um, and it boils down to like the concept behind the, the first homework assignment boils down to um, self care is the practice that is the foundation for all other practices in your life. That's like homework, day one. I'm going to come back to this. I'm going to come back to this a lot. Just saying. So the
1: larger vision for me has started to come into view in the last little while, I would say this and maybe the last three episodes mm-hmm. we have sort of crystallized what the content for the podcast is in a way where like I focus very much on getting those takeaways into the end mm-hmm. and that's I think is really important mm-hmm. um, and there was a a YouTube video from Shane Dawson where he's talking about a business, about the makeup business. And, um, you know, the gay boys spilling their tea or whatever. Um, Um, So the thing is, is that a lot of these products, a lot of these palettes are mostly garbage. And the artists that get hired to promote these products generally get ripped off. And as somebody that's worked in the industry long enough you start to realize that like everything in the business of art, like the companies stole all of the notes from pimping and are absolutely exploiting the artists, paying them as little as they can get away with. Literally, that's the game, is you keep your costs down so that you can maximize your profits You're not there to support the artists. You're not there to make sure they can get a good living. And there's so much bloat of bullshit where the new mediums of technology give us an an, an opportunity to distribute on our own terms. And like the thing I was saying, I don't have to ask nobody for shit. But when I was an 18 year old working at a television station, that camera cost $30,000 and wasn't no one gonna hand me it. No one was gonna hand me that to just play some art. Nope. But I'm in a position right now where if someone demonstrates to me that they'll work with their phone and produce for me, because I produced with my phone for four months for YouTube Mm -hmm. to prove to myself that this was worth doing. I just used my phone and used the battery pack and used the window light. Didn't have a microphone just went with it and slowly like you know you look at the studio now that i just put up on TikTok or you know instagram or whatever the fuck it is like this is two years later and i demonstrated to myself first that i could do it with the phone before i was like you know what yeah i'm going to get myself a camera and the camera's only like hundreds of dollars versus tens of thousands oh my god so it like the risk that these old institutions believe that they are exposing themselves to no longer exists. They have got this legend of investment where the studio that I have in front of me would have cost me fifty thousand dollars.
0: At least, she says, looking at the board, but it's only like
1: twelve hundred. Maybe. Including the, including the edit station, it's like maybe 20. And it's like, a, oh, you have no idea how incredible it is to live in the future and to have this technology be at this price point. With the lights and everything, yeah, with the camera and everything, it would have been more than 50K.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out one more and say to have been, to be old enough to have witnessed the price drop because like being aware of the price drop is like, oh my God, because I'm looking at the equipment like, yeah, I remember what this stuff cost before.
1: So in the video with Shane Dawson, they're talking about these pallets and we're looking at the cause and effect, but if you own the company, you're the one willing to take the risk. The actual risk isn't there in the same way that the legend of the risk is there. Mm. So these protectionist things that are happening, this, you know, selling garbage to rip off an artist in order to maximize profit off of a customer that might fucking hate you later for it? You really think that's worth it? What if we, you know, like with that fucking Gary V shirt, what if we really created an amazing product and really, really paid our influencer really what the fuck they deserve because it's their art? Mm. And then there's still still hella money. And there's still hella money. What is it? What's that dude's name? Um, Jeremy Starr that did the video with Shane Dawson, like he's driving around in a Lambo with his own warehouses full of his own shit. And it's because he took on that risk himself and understood the, the I'm not sure about their pronouns, I'm gonna just switch it to gender neutral. He, they switched it up to be, you know, they're the one in control, well now you can invest into good products for your customers, really keep your connection to the customers, keep your loyalty to that customer, the customer is the most important person here. The customer is the one that's gonna take your product or service out into the world and tell people about it. And you don't want them with a bad taste in their mouth. And that's the kind of business that I wanna build. Mm. That business where like I take care of my artists in a way that the good artists are gonna be like, nah, I wanna just work there. Just that. I just wanna work like that. Instead of a a team working fucking 18 hour days for a set for a TV show or movie or whatever, actually let's have two teams and have a day and a night shift and let people go home. So you don't have to be addicted to meth to get through your shift
0: such a novel idea
1: like that's the kind of way I want to do business where I'm like like I'm their parent in that you know helpful and not weird kind of way you know (laughs) where it's like not treating the artists not like I would treat someone who's disposable treating the artists the same way I would treat my child I will give you the tools I will teach you everything that I know while you use my tools your profit is limited but these tools are actually really inexpensive based on what you're paid immediately you're going to be able to afford that really quick and once it's all on you you can cont- it's on you
0: i'm going to teach you what i know and then you get out there and fly
1: that's the business model so it took me you know Two years to figure that out. So if you're out there in social media and trying to figure out your voice and your niche and your what the fuck you want to do, like it give it time. The patience game is real. Mm-hmm. That the a lot of the gurus that I listen to talk about it. It's like put it in for like a good three to five years. Give yourself that time to commit to this process, and you'll figure it out. You're not going to know what the fuck you're doing, but you'll figure it out.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
1: So I'm feeling myself real hard. Are we good?
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this day, this day. I think we're good. Okay.
1: (laughs) rent a festival. We are hosted today by Courtney.
0: Are you ready? I am ready.
1: I am sitting... I am sitting attentively.
0: Okay. So, self-care, I said I'd come back, as the foundation for all other practices. It's something that I see all the time. Um, And while self-care is something that has been undergoing a commodification process, if that's a thing that can be said, um, there are still truths in there that need to be acknowledged um, and embraced so while self-care now kind of elicits the response of oh isn't that cute isn't that fluffy then how very quaint of you yeah it's thought of in terms of bath bombs and that sort of like pampering
1: shallowness
0: yeah that pampering no when when i talk about self-care when i personally talk about self-care um i'm referring to the things you need in order to function the things you need to do in order to keep putting one step in front of the other they're not glamorous they're not things that necessarily make good photographs on social media but there are things that have to exist like bare minimum functionality things sleep If you go X number of days without sleep, you will fuck up, it will be bad.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It starts to impact you like driving under the influence of alcohol, it's bad juju. Eating, your body needs fuel. When I work with people and they have to make decisions, they have to eat things, I actually tell them, eat something with a lot of protein in it because your brain is a little engine and it eats, like it needs food in order to go. You need food in order to, like, even just laying around. Making decisions, like, impacts your body. You need that fuel. So, like, sleep, rest, fuel, you know, hydration. Being hydrated, that's a thing. And again, these aren't glamorous, but they're things that you need to do in order to take care of yourself, to provide yourself with the care in order to go from day to day. And if you neglect those, whatever system you have in place on top of that, as far as efficiency or productivity or creativity or anything like that, it's gonna have cracks starting to show up because your foundation is not solid. You're building on sand and that sand is gonna shift. You need to have that basic thing. mm, That is one of the things that I'm very adamant about. One of the things that I've said before, like you can't take the bubble bath if the water gets turned off. Doing the things underneath that uphold what you want to have in place is important. Okay. But, but. mm -hmm. Yeah. But, um, and that is what I would consider the micro scale. The individual Mm. level. Making sure that you are doing the things you need to do. Um, Making sure that your loved ones, if you're living in close proximity to someone that you care about, you're gonna learn a lot about what they need in order to function from day to day. And sometimes when they're under stress, they may need reminders. They may need you to be that external brain to say, hey, hey how much, did, you, did you get a good night's sleep last night? Are you eating? Have you had water today? And I'm noticing this face that Rebecca's making as I'm asking these questions. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> but having people in your life to say, hey, ps- hey, you're slipping. Do the thing, like, put your mask on. Mm-hmm. And that's, that is very real. Mm-hmm. But on the, the macro scale, on the bigger scale, say on the scale, and e scale. Yeah, say on the scale of a public utility,
1: that was privatized.
0: So uh, we have we have rolling
1: blackouts right now yeah, because
0: rolling yeah. blackouts. The PG&E has decided to preemptively shut off power because they have neglected their self care. Mm-hmm. Dividends
1: are more important.
0: They have needed to do the work on themselves in order to make sure that they would have bare functionality. And now, something resembling a crisis in terms of weather has come up. And crises do come up. Mm-hmm. They're inevitable. But making sure that you've done that maintenance when things are sh- sailing smooth means you have the resiliency in order to deal with the crisis as it comes up. No, this entity has neglected their self-care and now has decided to shut off power, which is a solution, it is a solution. It'll prevent fires, it sure, will. it's awesome. It is not preventing sustainable. Fire.
1: It is not sustainable and, and the reason that they're not doing their self-care is because they've externalized cost in the form of prioritizing their shareholders and their executive level of management over the community and just taking care of trees.
0: Public good, and I I feel feel like this is a controversial statement. I don't know, it may be. But like public good is not something that should be a profit-seeking venture. Public functionality is not something that should be a profit seeking.
1: I'm very sorry that we voted that uh, we voted for that in the nineties. Uh, we privatized we, we privatizing public utilities and stuff has screwed us over again and again and again and I I fail to understand how it keeps well, I mean it's it remo- marketing. Like it it's, removes it's terrible people using marketing for bad bad things.
0: It removes public good and replaces it with profit california's
1: filled with that like we had a beautiful la had a beautiful public train system Mm. that like got privatized and then like it got bought by the car companies Mm -hmm. who shut it down so they could sell cars yeah super simple math makes sense profit yeah question mark question mark question mark prioritizing profit (laughs) means when you privatize something it means that you prioritize the shareholders and the people who make all the decisions. So the executives and the shareholders are the ones that, that get prioritized in that case. Yeah. And now we have the side effects of that.
0: In that a, we're sitting <clears throat> around with like just, and that's. Mm.
1: So we are now in, the, <laughs> in these phases of like actual outcomes from a lack of really responsibility self-care and yeah so now we have uh rolling blackouts which at least you know that's fucking better than fires
0: I, absolutely For sure. i mean there are people that are like jumping in right away saying well would you rather there be the windstorm that comes and, and i'll stuff be honest, down and there's the I fire i am i am deeply heartened by the fact
1: that most of the places really getting shut off are rich neighborhoods in the hills mm. because those are the people that have the money to have the influence to be like yo like usually the shit rolls downhill but Literally. this time the fire's at the top of the hill mm-hmm. and um yeah i was also here for the oakland hills fire yes thing that it was when it was really bad god i remember it was like late 90s it was a really bad one Mm-hmm. Um, it makes things happen when, when stuff impacts the rich people it makes things happen we need to really think about that that's, a,
0: that's an unsustainable situation shutting, shutting off the power is unsustainable because now the lag in like the, the stretching out of the time without power is due to all the precautions they have to take turning everything back on they have to inspect things as they go. And it's like, ah, Mm -hmm. that's not sustainable. That's not, I mean, yeah, your shareholders are happy and everything's cool, but really, you really need to go back and start to do the changes and improvements that need to happen in order to make sure this doesn't happen again. And that might mean that your shareholders don't get the fat return which isn't it's not even key to them in the first place.
1: You got to know this game about investment where they're trying to get on this list. There's a list of companies that have paid out a positive dividend every quarter or every year for 25 years and they have to maintain that all the time to stay on this list and to stay, getting on this list gets them automatic investment dollars because it's, you know, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Like once you've demonstrated proven, I say in quotes, proven value for investors. Define value. Right. Um, the, 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 the power <laughs> is in the hands of the investors in this case. It's really on the investors to make better choices. And I honestly think that dividends served a purpose and they were very valuable for the communal good for a time. And now they're in a place where they are fucking disastrous. They just, it's not even about like, they don't actually pay a fat dividend. Like that's what got me a little amped about. It. It's just like their dividend, it will literally be a penny. Just a penny. Just enough. Just enough to stay on the list, because that's like a, you know, a bullshit standard of success for these folks, and it's fucking the community.
0: It's fucking them, and it's incur. It's encouraging such short-term thinking. It's like the time horizon on these decisions that are being made has been getting shorter and shorter in service of chasing. A divot chasing that profit, where it's like, no, wait, d-
1: just that's exactly think
0: beyond the next quarter, think beyond the next year. That, like, you have to start thinking on a longer time horizon. And the chasing of dividends and chasing of profit, I think, has shortened
1: as like the highest priority. Exact, it it like, must be da, 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 da. like, no, actually, like, I need to breathe. <laughs> Like you you're were talking, talking about ending. self-care <laughs> and shit. Like I literally fast for days and all I need is air, clean water, and salt. And I can go for three days like that. And in like, you know, kind of an intense meditative space, honestly, you're probably not gonna wanna hang out with me, but I can, yeah. you know, that's the thing I do to help my body because I'm in like, you know, my, that's one of my self-care tools mm-hmm. is because it does sort of force you to shut down.
0: Mm-hmm
1: and prioritize where you're gonna put your energy because you literally get a teaspoon of salt in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it is about, I wanna bring it to, even to the card, the card today was despair. Mm. And it's, the card despair is such a hard card, but it's really not, it's about opening your fucking eyes because it can't stop until we see it and be like, no.
0: yeah. And I'm, I'm going to say what I said for the card pulls. Um, when I get brought in on a client situation, a lot of times there has to be that, that moment in the intake where I'm like, okay, we can't make any meaningful change in this situation, in this environment, until we sit down and have a clear-eyed assessment of the way things stand right now. And that may hurt.
1: That's like one of the hardest parts. Yeah. Of like dealing with your debt, of dealing with any like
0: dealing with big anything that, you that has become overwhelming. Because you have to face that dissatisfaction. You have to face the thing that is dragging you down. Yeah. It's not just the
1: dissatisfaction. It's the thing that is causing the dissatisfaction.
0: Like what is this rooted in?
1: That is only collecting debt until you look at it. <laughs> that's the game
0: yeah I mean that's what it comes down to so being able not
1: there are even, different forms let of let me currency. back up because
0: it's not even necessarily being able being willing having mm. the willingness to take that clear eyed look and say okay things may be fucked up but this is where they are and this is my understanding of them um, being willing to take that take that look is a huge asset um, and I think that's something that I encourage people to cultivate. That willingness is scary. Um, And it means you're gonna face some things that you can't necessarily control and might make you feel despair, which is legit. Sucks, but. Despair is a legitimate reaction to how fucked up things are. But in facing it, you can start to make decisions on a longer time scale and with care in mind and you can start to focus on what can be done it's like you have to face the despair in order to figure out what can be done next
1: the thing that i wanted to close on is that there's just two types of currency there is our you know financial fiscal you know that currency but there's a social currency and when we neglect that for the sake of the first dollar if we, if we neglect our, our communities for the sake of the dollars, we start making terrible decisions. Yes. And we just can't allow that to be our standard.
0: Not anymore. It's
1: not, a, we, we, we learned it, we have exhausted that function. We cannot operate this way anymore. So, that is why we, This is literally why we're doing this thing. So, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I feel
1: good. Are we good?
0: Yeah, I think our takeaways from this are just be willing to make the hard, take the hard look and be ready to start to take care of yourself. And taking the hard look
1: with as little judgment as possible. Yes. Because we've all done this together as a community. Like we did this together because our parents taught us this and their parents taught it and da 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 da, da. It's not, no one is wrong We're just doing a thing that we were taught so long ago that no one knew the long view on it, and now we can see it. We gotta look.
0: Mm -hmm. And it's okay to ask if there's another way. We have to ask if there's another way.
1: So just keeping your eyes open and taking care of yourself in this process is the most I can ask you to do. Mm. And if you're in a position as an investor, like myself, I encourage you to put pressure on these companies, which is slowly starting to happen, but it's not happening fast enough. Mm -mm. So I feel like those are our micro, macro. Yeah. All right. I'm feeling it. If you would like to spend some more time with us, if you have ideas about your self-care and the micro or macro, how we've put it here today, please send us an email at Mm -hmm. kindnessecon at gmail.com. That's us. You can find more episode at KindnessEcon.com. And I am Rebecca Oliveira. You'll find me at Bonus all over social media.
0: And I am Courtney King. You can find me at the website, ckingsolutions.com. That is the letter C, K-I-N-G, solutions, all one word, dot com.
1: Um, please take excellent care of Yourself. yourself. And the people and the world around you.
0: Oh, be kind to yourselves and let it spread out.
1: I'll see you in the future.
0: Words again. Some With words. Different, hey, oh, look at the quality that. of that one. That looks a lot God better. Damn. Yeah, I feel a lot better about that one.
1: Loud and like an actual vibration and not like a stuttering.
0: Like not that jittery. Oh
1: yeah, because that was I say stuttering madness is someone who has neurological stuff and totally stutters. When the software is stuttering for you, (laughs) that's when your record fails. Yes.
0: But (laughs) but we stopped it. We caught it. We stopped it.
1: Good job, Courtney. Not just me. Courtney stopped it. I was like, that Courtney, wave does not that look right. I remember what that was. That was that time before. This is what experience gets you. This is what you get after 50 episodes Oh, together. my God.
0: We've done so many episodes.
1: <laughs> yeah. We're going to have a 30 soon. We're oh, oh, oh. my God. Yeah.
0: It's going to be cool. Okay, so what are we going to do first? Mm-hmm. Draw some cards.
1: Draw some We're cards. We're being gothy.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, this should be good. I'm just gonna
1: pull. I like to make a nice fan for it.
0: Okay. <gasps> oh, oh no! This damn. is sad.
1: This is a sad card. Is Actually, this. Well, I, no. Uh, I wanna that's see. fair. All right. What do we got? What's the? Oh, is that? Is that? Uh, yes suit of water card yes. and. No. this turtle is so sad eight of water despair oh poor little turtle correspondences saturn in pisces Keywords: positive the eclipse of light resignation melancholy contamination giving up retreat fatalism destruction of values
0: wait those are positives that that, this is a bummer card let's keep going let's keep going the
1: negative oh god self-pity pretending nothing is wrong
0: Mm.
1: numbing one's pain with drugs or other addictive behavior shut up stop talking to me card meaning our mind becomes our worst enemy when it is at war with our emotions stop talking to me card we are trapped in the dark night of the soul We are lost and desperate, and we feel that all we can do is to give up. Exploring the card. A sea turtle is trapped in the mesh of a fishing net. She still fights against the mass of lines dragging her down, but every battle to the surface for breath is getting harder and harder until she'll finally give up in exhaustion and drown. All right. I'm really glad we don't start the show with these cards. I don't think anybody would be like, yes, I would like less. I'm going to tune in. That's my yeah, hook. Yeah, no. That turtle in a fishing net. Yeah. Oh, baby turtle. Baby. Oh, I will. Oh,
0: okay. um, But I think I'm, I'm going to, you know what? I'm it's, going it's to say actually though, because that's, one of the things that I will tell clients often is before we make any progress, we're going to have to have a clear-eyed assessment of where we are now. Mm-hmm. And it's going to hurt.
1: Mhm. And today's conversation is about self-care because in the absence of it things hurt things hurt (laughs) the way yes oh this is good ah good times